The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear a brilliant marketer talk through the strategy, framework, and tactics used to elevate their brands to new heights. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. Yesterday, Scott and I talked about founder branding maybe holding startups back. Uh, we got into the, a little bit of a conversation about publishing, uh, the, the foundation of branding for uh, especially personal brands, how people are going to look you up, and how we, we really are, as human beings, optimized to speed and not accuracy. I thought that was a great insight yesterday. But today, let's talk about common personal branding mistakes. Here's my conversation with Scott Terman, the founder and CEO of Bright Ray Publishing. All right, let's bring you back, man. Let's, let's just jump right into it. What are some common personal branding mistakes? You know, it's, I, I kind of revisit what we talked about yesterday about that kind of being, believing that you're kind of above it, that you're somehow that your work is kind of going to, going to speak for itself and that things are just going to kind of happen organically. You really have to build Foundationally speaking, you have to build what people find when they look for you, right? What a brand is what people are saying when you're not in the room. Well, with that low information, what's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to look you up. If you ever get a chance, look up my name, Scott, space Terman, T-U-R-M-A-N, or Google, and you'll find something called a knowledge panel. Actually, Scott, would you mind doing that real quick? So we, so I'm you know doing it right about. now. It's funny okay, you said Okay, cool. That. Yeah, do it to it, please. Okay. So you see the how I pop up. I've got my giant bald head. There's pictures of me. Yes. It says where I worked. That's called a knowledge panel. And ultimately, when you write a book, if you do all the right things, this gets triggered. Now, Scott, I can see that your eyes are, are dilated because you're like, why don't the hell I have this, right? Why, why is the guy who's, who's in the top 25 for, for, for this space and podcasting, why is it your face popping up like that? That's amazing. I'm looking now. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. And, and I can show you how to do that, Scott. If, after, after this show, if you want to, I can kind of show you the next steps on how to do this. But ultimately, you're going to probably want to own your name. Think of Google as a child. You're going to have, and, and, and Google's like, huh, Scott, what is Scott? Scott's a noun, person, place, or thing. Oh, he's a dude. Okay, got it. He's into this, he's into that, he's into marketing. And you're kind of training Google what a Scott Hercules or what a Scott Terman is, right? And then once they have enough information to, to go, okay, well, I think that I can bypass Wikipedia, I can bypass whatever, they're going to show something called a knowledge panel. They're going to trigger a knowledge panel. And then what you're going to do is you're going to claim it and you're going to start dressing it up with pictures, that kind of thing. Ultimately, it's you, you've got to train Google on, on who the heck you are, but you've also got to make a bunch of noise. The first thing I would do is make sure you own your name.com. Yeah, I had to buy it. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Get that set up, but really get that set up to just talk about you, right? Just got to be, it's got to, it's got to teach the child what Scott is, right? You need your, your pictures, your, your Scott, basically your name, profile.jpegs, train Google on who you are. That, that's kind of how all this kind of comes about. But that knowledge panel, in my opinion, is, is, is as far as you can go in terms of controlling the messaging about you or your company is, is there through the knowledge panels. 
So kind of back to your original question, which is the, the kind of branding mistakes. And I think you're probably aware of this. You want to give 90% away and really only ask for 10%. Kind of building that brand and, and kind of giving away the your expertise is really how you're going to kind of build yourself up to begin with. Anybody you come in contact with, you should just kind of, kind of give, 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 and really only ask, you know, a little minuscule of that. And I think you'll find you have a lot more success in terms of people wanting to help you and kind of helping to build uh, your notoriety or what you do. And also the final one that I see people, they think they know everything. The people who've stopped learning, they've stopped growing. That's it. Every time I see people go into the toilet in terms of business is because yeah. they just, they, they couldn't be told anything. They, they certainly couldn't be taught anything. And as a result, uh, the world changed and they didn't. Man, that's so good. Yeah, it sounds like every doctor client I've ever had, <laughs> which has been, as anyone knows, in the ad business is tough clients. But dude, I'm in a Google wormhole right now. I, I mean, <laughs> your book, I mean, man, stop getting F-U-C-K'd by technical recruiters, a nerd's guide to negotiating salary and benefits. Like Because I was hiring 30 engineers. I was hiring 30 engineers. I needed them to trust me. This book was written for maybe 50,000 people on the planet. And this book was my, my kind of my olive branch to go get them to trust me. And it, and it worked. I was able to hire the people I needed for my, my project. This, it was very specifically written for that purpose. And then that's how I got here was that opened up all these other doors. And when you realize that no, no interviewer wants to talk to you until you're published, I couldn't get on TV until I was published. I couldn't get on these podcasts until I had something to say because I was a published author, I was already on the news. You know, if you kind of look me up again, click on videos, you'll just see video after video of me being interviewed about AI or, or whatever. And a lot of this stuff was just as a result of, you know, I'm a technologist, primarily a technologist and entrepreneur. And, you know, that just makes it easier to kind of get on that as a result. That's okay. <laughs> You're definitely blowing my mind. Do you, what do you think, like, because it can be overwhelming for personal brands, like, what are the top three tactics that, that people should consider? Is it, is it podcast? I got shit the other day because I had an overrated, underrated, which I do on my personal content. And I, I thought in some regards, podcasts are overrated if you go into it with the wrong expectations. I think podcasts can be completely underrated based on who you meet, who gets on the show, how you repurpose the content what the credentials are in terms of where, where you rank and things you've done in the podcast world, similar to writing a book. But man, I mean, you got, you could write a book, you got, you know, speaking, you got putting out white papers, you've got uh, entertainment and sponsors. I mean, there's just so many things you can do. You only have so much budget. Like are, are there kind of a top three in your mind for tactics for personal brands? For whatever reason, LinkedIn has become the one place that the first, that's the first place they go is LinkedIn. Yeah. It's so freaking annoying because I hate LinkedIn. It's just a giant circle at this point where people are just bombarding you with requests over nothing. And it's that, when is the last time you met someone organically on purpose on LinkedIn? It's been months for me. I get hundreds and hundreds of requests and I, I, I've just stopped looking at them. But unfortunately, it's the first place people go and look. So unfortunately, that's, that's the first place you're going to probably need to sand down. You're going to really need to get uh, also a, a bad headshot on their link. You're going nowhere. You got to sand that down. You've really got to present your best foot forward. And uh, third is, my God, go buy your domain.com, your name.com. You've really mm -hmm. got to start there. If you really want to kind of rank correctly, even have a hopes and heck of, of, of triggering a knowledge panel, it all really starts with kind of owning that, that domain. But I mean, you've also met that human that's like building that personal brand that's actually never done anything. Mm -hmm. You got to do something, right? You got to yeah. have some value in your life. If you're yeah. just going to show up one day and, and, you know, and, and start breakdancing on TikTok, that's yeah. not a brand. That just isn't a brand.
It's not, it's got no value in society. There's just so much out there now, especially TikTok and Instagram, especially the 20 somethings that, you know, want to build a brand. I understand the influencer piece to it. You know, most of the professionals I know, I'm in this boat. I don't want to build a personal brand. I'm doing it for a reason for my businesses. And I think you can see the difference. I I think you can see through, you know, I I think this conversation is great for people that have a great reputation and doing a lot of great things in business. How do you take that platform you've built from a one-on-one capacity and build it to where people can hear you from a multitude of things? And I agree with you on LinkedIn. That's where I get the most engagement. I'll put, I'll put a video on LinkedIn and I'll get three, four, five, 6,000 views. Yep you know, every stupid video I put out there and, you know, it's business people because I look, but yeah, in terms of direct selling and LinkedIn requesting on LinkedIn, it is it's, garbage. It's, it's not there. AI is going to make this scale, right? They're going to make yeah. the horse shit you're currently experiencing and it's going to scale uh, yeah. geometrically, right? In yep. that now, now, right now there's a bunch of bots out there that are just doing those LinkedIn requests. But the thing is, they they weren't really writing content based on maybe your profile. AI is going to allow them to make that even harder to kind of discern. It's just going to get, it's going to be, it's it's almost unusable and it will be unusable within the next couple of months. I would agree with that. I put book and podcast for sure in that, and maybe that tier two category as really establishing yourself. And then I tell every business, every individual, it doesn't matter who you are, PR is the lowest hanging fruit. And, you know, say what you want about news mediums out there that they still are credible. So, you know, I would say six times out of 10, if I look at a business, I I see a potential in PR, not all the time, of course, depending on what segment you're in or what what you're doing. But I think that could be a, a considered tactic as well. Any other kind of fringe tactics that come to mind for you? For sure. The other problem with AI. So that idea, the PR that, you know, you're going to somehow reach out to the right reporter at the right time and say the right thing. If you go talk to anybody, NYT, New York Times, the Tribunes, or whoever, they're going to tell you that in the last three months, their email is basically useless. They cannot search through the millions of AI-generated email requests for these kind of fake interview requests. So I'll go back to my my former, you know, how I got at Disney. Use the mail. Nobody is using the mail. How many pieces of mail did you get last week? I got four pieces. No one is contacting people through the mail anymore. And the very first thing you know that, that we do for our authors once we get their book published, we FedEx their book out to 150 or 200 of their, other cl- their top prospects. Wow. And that, that, that circumvent the machine. You go right to the person that can make the decision. You don't have a gatekeeper in the way. And no. if you even be more diabolical, order your book through Amazon to their address. Everybody oh. opens an Amazon package. It is guerrilla marketing at its best. I've, yeah, I've gotten a few books like randomly sent to me and I'm like, how did I get these? Like, I was like happy, excited, but I was like, was this like a message from God? I need this book. It was like a weird <laughs> thing, but really kind of cool. I, that's a, that's a great idea. The, no one's doing it. No one's really doing it. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just a space that, cause it actually takes actual, you know, money, <laughs> right. Yeah, As I, opposed to a million free emails, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember on the show before, I, I, I think we talked about direct mail as an underrated tactic. I, I agree. I can remember we helped launch a university that actually didn't work out and went belly up, but it was with Steve Wozniak. It was a coding university. Oh. And I remember we the, sent out the God, little, the God Wozniak. The Woz, the Woz. Yeah. We, we had a ton of fun. Did you meet school. him? Did you actually meet him? I did like briefly, but my film oh, crew man. spent three days with them producing oh. like all the assets for the school. And they were like, obviously that, you know, they were like, hooked. they like, love this guy. 
ultimately the school didn't work out. But one of the things we did when we were working with Waz is we sent packages to reporters, like physical, like crates of Waz in the school. And this, it blew up. I mean, we had so much press. I mean, it was ever, I mean, it helps to have Waz too, you know, behind the school, but that worked really well. I've seen a ton of that work. Just what you're talking about is actually sending something to people. So maybe final thoughts for personal brands or publishers or anything. I mean, just a wealth of knowledge. This was great. Ultimately that, uh, you know, think of branding, personal branding is as a, as a verb. It's the act of creating what people find, right? It's mm -hmm. the act. It's not what they find because you really can't control all of it. It's the act of sanding that down, you know, to kind of give that, that persona that you need for them to either want to do business with you, want to contact you or kind of, you know, want to kind of gravitate towards you, but you have to do something. You have to have something of value. You have to have something that actually does something. And, and a book is a fantastic, you know, it's a fantastic way to kind of put the line in the sand. This is what I know. This is what I do. This is my condensed knowledge of what it is that I do. Get published. And I mean, you think about, think about the hundreds of gazillions of brands that were basically, they were built in the back of a book. I mean, all the way from Julia Childs, she did, she go, she had all of her books ghostwritten. If we see your first two or three, I mean, it's, 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 and, and entire brands explode, you know, based on that kind of that, that very founded first step, which in my opinion, my humble opinion is, is really a book. That's crazy. I love it. Well, man, big thank you. If you want to hear more from Scott, I, Scotty, I, I, I need to set up a meeting with you because I have a ton of questions, especially with this book stuff coming out. So I know you and I will be touching base, but rebrand audience and marketing community here. If you want to reach out to Scotty, I, I would highly recommend it. I'm sure there's a lot of personal brands out here. You'll find them at brightray.com. Scott, any, maybe, maybe your email address for those listening. Just actually just go to brightray.com and you can get me to me, like my calendar that way, you know, and whether you're talking about writing a book or just branding itself, I would absolutely love to talk to you. Love it. All right. Thanks for coming on.